tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. In this day. In this day. In it. In this today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be glad when? Today. today. If I was sad yesterday, today, I have a chance now to be what? Be glad. glad. <laughs> if I was that happy yesterday, today is brand new. I can be happy when? Today. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make my day count when? Today. And I'm going to be productive when? Today. Today. I'm going to be obedient (laughs) to the word of God. Today. Today. (laughs) Yesterday we left off in Ezekiel chapter 2. We're talking all this week about becoming a servant, a servant of the word of God, walking Mm -hmm. out the precepts, that preconceived vision that God has sent us in the earth realm to manifest. And the Lord speaks to Ezekiel here in Ezekiel chapter 2, starting at verse 2. Then the Spirit entered me when he spoke to to me me. and set me on my feet. And I heard him who spoke to me. And he said to me, Son of man, I'm sending you to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me to this very day, for they are impudent and stubborn children. I'm sending you to them, and you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord God, As for them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, or for they are a rebellious house, yet they will know that a prophet has been among them. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them, nor be afraid of their words, though briars and thorns are with you, and you dwelt among scorpions. Do not be afraid of their words or dismayed by their looks, though they are a rebellious house." You shall speak my words to them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are rebellious. But you, son of man, hear what I say to you. Do not be rebellious like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Now when I looked, there was a hand stretched out to me, and behold, a scroll of a book was in it. Then he spread it before me, and there was writing on the inside and on the outside, and written on it were the lamentations and mourning and woe. So he's telling him, look, you're about to go into a situation. Don't go by what it looks like. Don't go by the flesh. You have to go by the spirit. spirit. You have to fulfill what I'm sending you to do. I'm fulfill. I'm sending you to deposit a word. You can't go by what it looks like. They're a rebellious house. And then he goes on to tell them, they're not refusing you. They're refusing me. But yeah. I need you to deliver the word. You never know when that word that you release is going to come back up in somebody's spirit when they're in the midst of going through something, when they're in the a crucial part of a point where they have to make a decision. You never know when that word is going to resurface. Paul tells us clearly, he says that one sows, that one waters, but it's God who gives the, the increase. increase. So you can never grow weary in your well-doing. Never grow weary. When you're in response to the word, you're doing what God told you to do. Don't go by what it looks like. It doesn't matter how many people showed up. It doesn't matter what their reaction was to the initial word. The thing about the word is it's a seed. And just like a seed can remain dormant, 
up in your cupboard, those beans, those dormant seeds, they can remain dormant up there for a period of time. But once they're in the right ground, they will go forth and they will begin to germinate and they will begin to surface and they will come onto maturity and fruition. So we can't be disappointed when things don't go immediately in a way. If you have been obedient to what God says, that's it. That's all you need to do is be obedient to what he said concerning that situation at that time and know that in the future it will bring forth the harvest, the desired harvest. So the word is is spirit. The word is life. The word is God. Mm -hmm. So when we'll say all week, we announce that the teaching this week is servanthood how to serve and why are we not talking about going down the street and handing out water giving to the poor and all of that because so many times when we talk about servanthood that's where we go the most practical thing Mm -hmm. but in order for us to serve correctly this is it in order for us to serve correctly we must first have a born-again experience because we're talking about kingdom service. We're not talking about social service. There's a difference between social services. There's a difference between social services and kingdom service. Kingdom service is from the heart, not from the soul rank, not from the flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. That which is born out of the flesh is flesh. So to be a God servant, it has to be born out of the what? The spirit. Mm-hmm. What would move someone from their home? They sold their home, right? Mm-hmm. They live in a good home. And they sell it. Take all that money and travel all the way to a foreign country and live out in the jungle with the people there and very happy. What would make somebody do that? And you can't do that until you have an encounter with God. You can't. And so many people have done that who have that born-again encounter. And they, they're right. Their most happy life is when they're out there with the people. If you don't have that, you can never do it. When you have a born-again encounter, then you will move into purpose. So that's why Ezekiel first has to have it. When the word, Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2, when the word entered me, when the spirit entered me, it moves me on my feet. Then I heard, then I go. <laughs> so to serve, you got to, it has to come from where? The heart. You have to have the heart condition. The Spirit of God got to move you. Then you go. Then you see a result. And the service, the act of service comes with the gifts that we have. Yes. It's not all the same. Pastor just gave two examples, giving out water in an area or moving overseas and doing missions. Well, if your gifting is not in that, if your gifting is in something else, another area of service, you're going to be miserable. miserable. So if we're trying to, to conform 
to things or propaganda or things that we have preconceived notions in our mind. Well, the only way that I could serve is if I'm in a poor community giving out no, water, water. Or the only way I could serve if I'm living in a, in a jungle no, somewhere. No, God wants us to serve with the gifts <laughs> that he has given us. What have you done with the gifts that he has given you? That's your service. What yeah. are you good at? What can you do quickly and quietly? You know, it may take somebody else a, a long time to do this this specific thing, whatever your gifting is, but maybe you could do it in a short period of time. You could do it quickly. You have the wisdom to be able to do it. That's your area of service. service. Everybody's area of service is not the same. And what we do is we try to conform to these couple of areas of service, and then we're not using our gifts that God has given us to edify the body of Christ. You know, you might have a gift to be able to write resumes. Yeah. You could you take the information that a person gives you and you could tra- put that onto a piece of paper and you could write a strong powerful resume. Do you know how important that is? Yeah. <laughs> if that's your gift, if that's what you're able to do, that's how you should be serving other people. Not worrying so much about giving out water because there's somebody who's called to give out no water, water who's going to do it happily, who's going to be able to get more water than you because they're walking in their precepts. They're supposed to be the water distributor. So they have the hookup. They know how to get the water. And you out there just trying to go get some water from Walmart and spending all your money giving out water, but God already called you to write a resume, help people write resumes. So we have to look at our gifts and our talents that God has given us to serve one another, to serve humanity. They don't have to fall into this category or that category. It's unique for you. And a lot of times it's just to serve the people who are around us. You don't got to go looking for nobody. There's people in your in your natural circle where you spend your day you're that right. that you're called, that you're a part, you're a <laughs> destiny, a destiny destiny connection for them. So sometimes we go looking but they're already right there. God has already brought them to you. The notice, uh, uh, as you says that, you do your gifting and your calling. You do what God put inside of you. Yesterday I received an email. Pastor Errol, I listened to your Sunday sermon and to Pastor Diane's message. I am so excited about the word you preach. You speak life and not death. You speak the word and then make the application so clear. This is so edifying. I'm so grateful to God for your ministry. I will definitely continue to listen. That's what we're talking about. Not trying to do what somebody else do. Right. You know, but what we do here Mm -hmm. is what we are gifted to Mm -hmm. do. We don't try to copy some other person. We don't try to do it the way that that person do it. We do it the way God says we are to and, do it. And your gifting and your experiences yes. coming together yeah. in, in the form of ministry. Like Pastor, he's gifted in business. He has his degree in business, NYC, business, big business college, business degrees, was doing business, had no intention of doing a church. Yeah. God, but God sent him here to Coco from Jamaica to uh, New York. On all the places in between, Illinois, to here, to be here in Coco to do ministry. And there was times when, especially when the marketplace ministry, the concept of the marketplace ministry was first um, conceived in his spirit to do that. Where if he listened to the opinion of people, he wouldn't have did it. He would never do it. 
He, they were, you know, the opinion of people is stick to preaching. Why are you getting in the marketplace? Why are you trying to get into commercial business here in the city of Cocoa? Yeah. That was the opinions of most of the people. Yeah. But then Pastor received a word from God that said, "Look, you could do it with many, or you could do it with few. few. Which one are you?" So that, that he could do it. God could do it with many. He could do it with few. Which one are you? So when it comes down to the question, have you served? He could do it with many. He could do it for few. Which one are you? Are you going to be a part of it or not? Either way, it's going to happen. Because I am the Lord Mm -hmm. thy God Mm -hmm. that calleth thee. I will be with you. I will never what? Leave Mm -hmm. you. I will never what? Forsake Mm -hmm. you. I will direct your path. The steps of a righteous man and righteous woman are ordered by God. And when God order our step, we become a productive servant. (laughs) And God backs it up. He will not put us to shame. He backs it up. What he has called you to do, you will become a wonder when you're operating in your gifts and your talents, when you're operating according to the word of God, when you're serving the word that's been settled in heaven concerning you, the precepts, you will become a wonder because it's through that glory that's radiated, that's illuminated through you, that other people are being drawn onto him. Yeah. And that he, and the Bible says that it's the goodness of God that leads others to repentance. People got to see the goodness of God, God on you. Yeah. They're not misery, not frustration. You know, they know that you're in church every Sunday, but you're miserable on your job. They're looking at you 40 hours a week, and you're miserable. You're gossiping. You're a mess. And they know that you go to church. No, it's the goodness of God that leads others on to repentance. We say, say, get an encounter with God. (laughs) At your job, people are looking at you for 40 hours a week. Do they yeah. see the goodness of God yeah. on you, yeah. or did they just know that you're a person who goes to church? church yeah. <laughs> you haven't got that. You haven't got that encounter with the word. <laughs> when you get that encounter with the word, you become the salt of the life. <laughs> Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Calling Christians to worship and the study of God's Word. This is today's Modern Worship on WMIE-FM 91.5. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Morning Breath. It is a beautiful Wednesday, April 28th. So glad you could take time out of your day to join us as we get into the Word of God. Morning Breath is a uh, devotion. We call it a drive-time devotion, morning and afternoon, so that you can get into the Word of God. We encourage you to read a chapter of the Bible. Uh, That's what we do at home. And then we come to the studio here at the Merritt Island Campus of East Coast Christian Center, read a